Antifa is back. The World Economic Forum is planning your demise this week. And the NHL just got a little less gay. You're fired. Get out of here. Welcome back to Shit Talking Got Me Fired. So I know about one of those things. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the, the other two. Well, I guess I kind of know two of three. All right. I need y'all to pause the podcast right now or keep listening, whatever. Comment on whatever platform, Instagram, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Comment if how many of those three you guys knew about before listening to this podcast. Obviously, we're going to talk about all of them and probably more, but comment should i say how, what at I know? one out of three apparently no, i know i know about antifa i found out about that that's the one you know that that one i, I found thought you were gonna know the nhl one i found out about the antifa one like yesterday okay. slash today i woke up i woke up in the morning i was up at like 7 a.m i had like the worst heartburn and i just like what? automatically that's loaded up I know, I know i never that never happened so i woke up and I went and got some Toms. I'm laying there. I'm like, fuck this. So I, I flip on my phone. I go on Reddit. And the first thing that pops up on my Reddit is oh, Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. A cop car on fire in Atlanta. So it's like, okay, like there's that. And then. Let's, okay. Well, okay, let's, yeah, yeah. let's start with that. Instead of doing bad recaps, let's yeah, actually yeah. talk about the things. So, yeah. So, okay. So a bit of a, a, a misnomer. So Antifa never left. Antifa never left. And frankly, this is one of those things where it's like this but they fell out of the news cycle, so they might as well have They might have fallen you know? out of the news cycle. But what I didn't realize about, mm-hmm. realize was that, like, some of this, the shit leading up to this had been going on for, like, eight to ten months. I had no idea any of this was going on. So here, I'll let you jump into, like, the news story of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a little bit of, I have a couple comments on this mm-hmm. stuff. Because I was reading into this, and shit just is kind of odd. And I'm starting to see trends, but go ahead. I'll let you speak, and then I'll speak. Okay. (laughs) So um, last week, Antifa launched what they were calling a forest division in Atlanta to set up this like treehouse Antifa thing to try and stop the police from building a training center there. They were calling it Cop City and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, so this whole cop city and I guess for 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 clarification, essentially the city of Atlanta agreed to build this like kind of a mock city for urban style training scenarios everything from driving to shooting to working in buildings and so on and so forth yeah i think it was something crazy like it was supposed to cost like 90 million dollars it was that's what i was about that was trying to say (laughs) yeah it's a 90 million dollar uh atlanta public safety training center yeah so and i saw i saw a screen i saw like a uh like a uh a mock-up of it it looks fucking crazy dude crazy like what they were planning on building like it actually looked really nice <laughs> so for 90 million it better be, it nice. Better be fucking nice <laughs> um, that's your money <laughs> <laughs> that's your money All right uh so. it's my money and i want it now <laughs> i want it back now. okay so so last week then the antifa's got this like treehouse gang set up yeah and the police come in to or actually i believe it was the state patrol troopers yes come in to try to clear the area yeah and one state patrol trooper got shot and injured, and then one protester was killed, uh, or one Antifa guy. Protester is what the news has been calling them, but, you know, let's call them what they are. But one Antifa person was uh, killed when the fire was returned. What, what, what are you? You're raising so, your hand. So, What's yeah, happening? I'm raising my hand here. <laughs> well, I was going to wait until you were done your thoughts. So, so two things here. First of all, these these this camp that was built in this air, section of I think it was northern the, Atlanta the Antifa people the Antifa people uh-huh. this camp now mind you apparently there was like twenty five little camps in this whole area so they wanted to clear all that out what I didn't know and found out was that the they started occupying this ten months ago or it might have yeah, even been almost say about a, year. a year ago so it yeah like about right. and and the fact that like. We're hearing about this now. Like, well, I don't know why this isn't in the fucking news. But yeah, so... Well, it is now. <laughs> so, so, well, the reason it's in the news is because... Of what happened this uh, weekend. Because, yeah, uh, they tried to... They, they they decided to do a quote-unquote raid and try to clear all this shit out and get these people out of here. And uh, one of the, the Antifa people there shot at a police officer. As you said, the, the police officer caught caught it in the the, the, the plate carrier, the, the metal plate, and they returned fire and killed the kid. They found the firearm. The firearm matched the bullet and everything. And you said kid. Was it a child? 
No, no. Well, I mean, I'm okay, old. Okay, so, so then man. It's, it's a man. He's, he's like 19. I just want to be very clear for the audience. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not some 14-year-old kid. Sorry. I, I didn't think so, but then when you said kid, I was like, oh. I saw pictures of him. He looked like a kid. But yeah, 19-year-old uh, man. Um, so anyways, yeah. So anyways, I don't know if you want to continue. So in response to all this, Antifa has wants to get their revenge then against law enforcement over this, you know shooting that happened this you know brawl from them illegally occupying a space so they decide to just fucking burn it land to the ground yeah so i guess like uh, i don't know they're burning uh police cars smashing store windows they had explosives so there was this is a full-on domestic terrorism like plot basically or or operation i don't i don't know what the proper word is but that's it's domestic terrorism i think the day after he got shot which i think was like wednesday or thursday they sent out the social media like we need a night of like revenge or Mm -hmm. they they were calling it like a night of night of revenge or night of something sorry and Mm -hmm. um they said it was going to be this weekend but yeah there's videos all online of like the the deloitte building in downtown atlanta they fucking destroyed the front uh, window panes of glass. They set, yeah, cop cars on fire. There was a guy that apparently, there. this guy was like heading towards them and they like stopped him and threw like either some type of Molotov cocktail or something and they set his fucking car on fire as he ran away. Like he wasn't a cop. He wasn't, he was just trying to drive through. Like dude was just trying to get to like, you know, Popeye's to get a fried chicken okay. sandwich or something. You're you know? adding the Popeye's part? That's not. Because I, I, <laughs> I kind of want a Popeye's fried chicken sandwich. But <clears throat> yeah, anyways, they set his shit ablaze. And everything. Now, mind you, a lot of this didn't start until, of course, once the sun goes down, because apparently they had been protesting quite a bit earlier in the day. They were marching around, marching in the streets um, before things took a turn and they started to vandalize and destroy the entire city and police vehicles and the police department and everything else. Yeah. So there was a portion where they were marching in the street without excessive violence when you could have actually classified it as a peaceful protest before they started pulling out the explosives and burning buildings and cars to the ground. Yeah. And, and, and what's crazy too is like, you know, I know the, the mayor and, and, you know, uh, everyone, a lot of these, like, you know, the people that run the state or the city, um, have commented, but like, yeah, they arrested a bunch of people. Um, I was looking at their mug shots earlier today. They arrested like they arrested six people. Yeah, like two of them. Two of them were married or something, and were like from Pittsburgh. You know, another one was like from somewhere like in Ohio. Like these people were like from all over the place. Like, and I, I think all the people that were arrested, none of them were actually even residents of of, of Georgia. They were all from out of state, and they were all hmm. interestingly enough from like the northeastern or. Or like the 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 Midwest section. So why didn't they care so much if Atlanta was well, going to set up this? That's that's what training facility. That's what I don't police. fucking understand. Like I, what doesn't make any sense to me? Just a general like anti cop will go wherever the cops are type of thing, or maybe. And what does? And this is kind of like this weird like this weird like fallacy that that these these Antifa and these leftist like terrorists fall into is like they hate cops and they say the cops need more training. So you defund them so you take away the money so they can't get any more training. So instead they try to set up an additional training area so they can and from what I heard too they were going to try to bring like all of Georgia's police force there so they could train them in one spot, one and done, better training, realistic training and they don't want that either. So like I I don't know what I don't know what the answer is here for them. Like I don't know what they want. Like they they don't like cops. They say they need to be better trained. They need to be better equipped. Well, Give them the area and the resources to to do so. But they don't want to do that either. So I don't. I, I'm confused. Like I don't know what I mean, these it's people not that want. Confusing. They're domestic terrorists. They just want America to crumble. They well, want to see the. They want to see it burn. Well, I think the mayor said something, or maybe um, what's his name, the the congressman of um, oh, what's his name. I said his name earlier, uh, or I, I think I mentioned his name in the car earlier, but uh, he said something about how, like, they're not going to, this is not the place to do this. Oh, did you mean the governor? The governor. What's his name? Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp. Right? Yeah, Brian Kemp mentioned, like, this is not, like, this was not a protest. This is, like, some domestic terrorist type shit, and, like, we don't do, we don't sit around here and let people go for this type of stuff. Like, this is serious. Like, you put people in harm's way, you injured them, you know, like, you shot at them, you set shit on fire. Like, that's not how we conduct business down here. You know, you can do that shit up in New York City and in Chicago. You can let those fucking cities burn. But you ain't gonna do that down here in Atlanta. The South does shit different. 
you fuck around and you find out and you find your way to freaking I think it's DeKalb County Prison or County Jail. So I don't know. They might already be out on bond. Who knows? But well, I don't think so. If it's a you know Republican governor and then the mayor was certainly speaking out against it, saying that they you know they used the cover of the protest to conceal their real motives and that they were always meant for violence and and that they you know were carrying exp- he kept highlighting that they were carrying explosives and all that kind of stuff so he seemed i mean i don't know who i don't know about the freaking atlanta mayor because obviously i don't live anywhere not near there but it sounded like he was also anti them so yeah. you know if the city's against them and the state's against them it's not like they have the democrat support of like you yeah. said a city of new york or chicago where they have those like no bail or, or yeah. cashless bail programs that just kind of immediately release people something tells me that even <clears throat> but at, i don't know maybe <clears throat> by the time we're recording this maybe they are out who knows oh you know <laughs> part of me there's a there's a it's weird saying this but there's like a i have a feeling of hope that like by the time this even is 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 uh you know live that these motherfuckers are still sitting in a jail cell in county jail. I mean, like they got racked. They racked up a bunch of shirts. Some of these people were like, and it's this is the weirdest part too. The people that got arrested. Oh my god! So they <laughs> of the six people that were arrested, two of them were like husband and wife, or they might have been engaged, and they were like in their like early thirties. Like you're in your early thirties. You drove all the way down from Pittsburgh. Like, what are you doing with your life and your time to drive from fucking Pittsburgh to Atlanta in like the middle of the night from, you know, to, to yeah, go I really co- would like to hear like a, a statement from them on like their motives or, or why they came, how they even knew this was happening. Like, I had no idea Atlanta was yeah. doing this. Like, how did you even yeah. know, let alone care enough to traverse across the country you know yeah, like, yeah like from north to south you know it makes no sense and then two of the others that got arrested one of them um was from maine he was from maine mm-hmm. and he was in this he grew up in this, his parents and him he lived with his parents they lived in the same neighborhood that george w bush does like really high-end uh, uh uh like coastal town in maine and or it might be a lake, I forget. I saw pictures of it. But they live in like this two million, three million dollar mansion. And you know, they there's pictures of like him with his family on this fucking like sailboat or yacht. Like, dude, you you live such a uh, uh, such a privileged lifestyle. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Another girl, like I read this thing. It was on Daily Mail or something. And they were going through all the all the people that got arrested. This other girl, her father was like a her father was like a surgeon or something and and you know he was anti-cop but he was like well known and she went to school where they paid like ninety thousand dollars a year to send her to this like economically or or environmentally like green futuristic school 90 grand a year like it just doesn't these people have these lives like they they you know like the, the kid with his the yacht like i don't know what his parents were like but the other kid was kind of radicalized by his parents who were apparently super anti-police and whatnot. But it's like they have these lives and then like they go and like live. They want to be like fucking terrorists. Like like you're not even. It's so funny that you say that. It's just weird, man. On Twitter right now, I'm seeing that there was also something, I guess, in Boston um, this weekend. And um, the child of the Democrat House Minority Whip, Catherine Clark, was arrested for assaulting police as part of an Antifa event in Boston last night. Like so it, once again, it's like the, you know, like privileged. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't. Now, we can maybe have a little discussion on this. But mm-hmm. part of me thinks, and I believe I've said this before, that there's uh, there's obviously multiple theories on this, but. One of them that kind of like sticks out to me is that like maybe these kids don't realize that they're privileged and they go through life and then all of a sudden they they have a life experience or they go off to college or something and all of a sudden they realize that like, you know, not everybody lives like I do. You know, not everybody's rich and they feel like they, they have like guilt. Like I shouldn't be. Pri- I don't think so. You don't because think so? Why would. Well, first of all, you get what I'm saying. If though? they're going to college, they're probably going to. Sorry, I feel like I'm just sneezing. Yeah, um, so I'm talking weird, but um, I feel like if they're going off to college, they could go to like they're probably going to expensive colleges. So the majority of people around them are actually that rich. Mm. 
So they're not necessarily getting that then. And then also, if you felt gui- guilty, point. like, I don't, first of all, I don't get why that, like, seeing poor people would make you feel guilty about being rich. That doesn't I don't make sense know. To me. I'm just but thinking, even if like, you did like... have that reaction, why would burning down police stations and, like, like the random guy whose car they set on fire, like, you know, like, yeah. it's not like he was driving, like, it, you know, it was just a normal car. So it's like, why would attacking the poor and attacking poor communities and cities where largely poor people live, why would that make you feel right. less guilty about it? If anything, wouldn't that make you feel more guilty that you're destroying these communities well, that that's, these that's, poor people rely on? That also doesn't make any sense, too, because it's like, you know, most of these people that come in, it, it seems like most of the people and we can look back. I mean, if we go back and we look at what happened in Washington, D.C., um, when in the summertime, when when I don't know if anyone remembers, but there's that famous aerial footage taken from the helicopter where it shows like all it looks like a fucking like checkerboard of downtown Washington, like D.C. on fire. I think it was like July of 2020. Um, uh, same thing in Minneapolis. Like it doesn't make any sense. All these people come into these towns and it's like they forget that like a lot of these places they're fucking up. They're not. I don't think they forget. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it has but to. They're do, not I don't think rich. it's like. Well, not, I don't think I don't think the Antifa are rich people who feel b- guilty about being rich and therefore burning down poor cities. That so, makes no fucking sense. So, like, I just i I struggle to find the rationale. Well, I think and the it logic. makes more sense if you're saying a lot of them had rich parents growing up. Well, if their parents were both working out of the home and there was no one there to raise the kid, which is what the government wants, then you're putting them instantly into schools and government-run systems where the government <clears throat> is raising your children. So this yeah. is kind of showing the result of if you left the gov- if you let the government run if you let the government raise your children, this is how they turn out. Yeah. I I mean that and makes sense too. And they've become so radicalized. I mean, we talk about it all the time how colleges at this point have just become like indoctrination camps and they're doing the same thing now younger and younger. That's why they're yeah. trying to push this whole like groomer agenda into schools as well as the critical race theory into schools to try and shape the minds of the youth so they grow up in a state that the government can control. There's no longer family units, no longer right. communities. <laughs> There's their built-in division based on gender based on uh sexual like identities and all this kind of stuff they're building in this division so that way they can have a divided society you know divide and conquer right it's the number one strategy we've all heard it over and over again so this is maybe a result of some of those radicalized policies of that the government has implemented at different levels of education right I mean, I, and not I, having that strong family support if your parents were out of the home working to provide that certain monetary lifestyle then they weren't there physically to provide the actual like morals values so you and, think you know positive ideals you think it's it's not even we shouldn't even bother trying to figure out the logic of this because there is none they're just brainwashed they're simply just, I mean, like when you get kind of down to brass I think that's tacks. one option. Another option could be if you grew up rich, you probably didn't have a lot of consequences because whenever you, you did off. something bad, your parents could get you out of it. You know what I mean? They could just right. pay off or whatever, you know. You were probably yeah, in mean, a community where you got away with a lot because you had a powerful, even if it wasn't a rich person necessarily, but like a lot of the, like the politician's son or, yeah, son or daughter, whoever it was, I just said. Like maybe they, you know, because they had those powerful connections, they, it wasn't even about money. It was like they could get away with anything because they knew, you know, they knew the president or they knew the, you know, the congressman, they knew the governor whatever. And so they never had consequences. And so now they think they can do whatever they want. And this is just them pushing it to a new level. It's just, you know, they're constantly pushing the envelope. What else can I get away with? What else can I get away with? And this is just where they're at on that, you know, scale. Right. That's one other theory. I don't know. Again, like I haven't heard any statements from them. I don't know if that would you know, but change yeah. anything, but, and, and, and yeah, I mean, it, I, as you said, I would love to get us, they would never, they would never speak on Maybe it. Maybe it's just you know? the violent video games, you know, <laughs> it's the violent video games. they actually, they actually eventually, from what I heard, they recently actually disproved that, um, violent video games actually have like no, uh, that was, that's, that was like a whole, the whole Columbine thing. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I would really like to hear why a bunch of early, th- like people, people that are older than me, why they're driving eight to 10 hours. I don't know how far it is from Pittsburgh to Atlanta, but I, I imagine it's, it, longer than that. it's gotta be a five plus hour long drive. I mean, oh, it's gotta be way longer than that. But I mean, Pittsburgh's like all the way, like, uh, <clears throat> east to west, uh, east, west, it's west, west Pennsylvania. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's up in the corner if I remember correctly. Um, I, you know, or not up in the corner, but off to, yeah, as you said, it's West Pennsylvania. I, I just, 
why I'm just would saying, you... think about it. From us to Nashville was like a... Or from us to... Where did we just drive to? Well, from us to Louisville was like a 10-hour drive. That was, yeah, that was like 10 to... So imagine yeah. from Pittsburgh to... It's probably got to be a, Atlanta. Yeah, that's hour. a pretty far... But, um... Yeah, it just it kind of baffles me that like you got these like grown ass adults like you're a fucking adult like with a career. That's why you got to just it's call it what it is. It's terrorism. It's domestic terrorism. Yeah. So maybe there are groups online that have radicalized them. I mean, maybe that's part of the social media of if they really believed all everything, every narrative from the mainstream media and from social media saying that like, you know, cops are bad and they're all racist and there's institutional racism. And look at how these Republicans don't care about the racism and da, 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 da. Then they're thinking and and they're actually buying this shit and thinking, oh, all cops are racist statistically not even fucking possible but right. let's say you still for some reason believed it because you saw it all over facebook or whatever then maybe that is enough to radicalize you to literally be a terrorist i mean is that not how like other terrorist groups recruit is they I guess. just I like mean, lie or i i just you know the the story of this kid shooting the police officer then returning fire and killing him like a gunfight suffice to say mm-hmm. that came out pretty damn close to when the incident happened when so what to when to when the inc- when when the shooting when the shooting was made public, I believe they already had the full story and they had already found the firearm. So like it makes me wonder like how can you look at that and be like all cops are bad? It's like well the dude well they were the already there at of, that point. Oh, you're right because they right. were already like occupying but the little no, like tree. Oh, oh, but I meant like the people that gang. the people that drove the people that came from out of town. Like well, were they not a part of the like tree gang? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Oh, because I thought they were, but maybe they weren't. Maybe, maybe they were just in downtown protesting. But again, it depends if Antifa is sending out this message to all of their already radicalized members saying, hey, the cops just killed one of our, you know, one of our gang members or whatever, one of our, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it always kind of blows my mind that, you know, this stuff is like, it just seems like it's so easily like debunked and so easily like, you, well, you also, the it, other know? theory is, if you think about it, the big rise of, Ant- of Antifa the last time was, you know, the summer of, of the hate, summer, the <laughs> as you were, hate, yeah. and it was right before the election, the election time. Yeah. So it begs the question, and it seems like that is kind of the cycle of this whole, like, Antifa and BLM rioting and all that kind of stuff, and just those issues in general only come up in election years. Well, we're not necessarily in election year yet. But we are seeing, and we talked about this last week, this whole like classified docs thing, and there are a couple updates on that. Maybe we'll talk about that now. But um, with Biden, where it kind of seemed like people were maybe starting to turn on him and say, actually, he maybe did have some dealings with Hunter Biden. And actually, he has a lot of classified documents here, and we don't know who saw them. Maybe there actually has been evidence of some side deal with China and all this kind of stuff, and starting to basically turn on Biden because it's clear that Biden wants to run again in 2024. But the Democrats, Democrats don't think he don't can win him. and don't want him to run again. Yeah. So maybe this is actually just more sort of plants by the Democrats to get mm. Antifa up and rolling again. Well, I mean, th- to again, try and I don't push know if, Biden out of office. I don't know if it was ever actually proven, proven. But and I remember the first hearing about the first account of it. And then all of a sudden it was like a bunch of people were like, yeah, actually, actually, actually. It, and all a lot of people were singing the same tune um, after they re- recollected accounts or there was more footage that came out. When that shit kicked off in Minneapolis, the summer of hate, mm-hmm. there was that one guy that started the fire at the advanced auto parts earlier on in the day. And people said it's like the dude like looked like a cop that started it. Or or some type of plant, like some agent. Well, they might not even and have to be actual FBI plants. It could just be that the Democrats have the connect to right. whoever these like heads of Antifa are, because they've never gone after Antifa. Antifa no. is very clearly a domestic terrorist organization. Like, look at how many cities they've burned down. Yeah, and yet they're not declared it, that. And yet, anyone who walked peacefully through the Capitol on January sixth is a terrorist. Oh, yeah. Any parent who stood up at a school board meeting and said, "I don't want you teaching my kids about sexually explicit things or about critical race theory that they're says all white FBI people are bad," list. they're all on FBI. Wa- watch list yeah. they're all listed as terrorists according to our uh, intelligent organizations but antifa who's actually burning cities to the ground yeah. they're not so isn't that a little suspicious it, it is it is very so maybe sp- they've never been separate maybe antifa is ge- is just another intelligence organization it's, it's I, an acronym uh, why can't they be they, they could could easily be another alphabet people it certainly seems maybe they were never separate 
quite sauce. Maybe maybe they were never separate. They were just off the books. They were off the books. Yeah, oh, honestly. I wish I had a solid sound effect. I know. Now. I feel like that needs a mic drop. Drop. He need that. He need a day. You know the you know the guy falling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that's what we need to add for shit like that. Oh. But uh, but no, for real. Burr, I mean, burr, burr. Right, seriously. <laughs> but um. No, I mean you draw you you bring up a good point. I mean this they could have they could have always been a a um you know an off the books, off the books off, alphabet off, boys, off the books That's alphabet boys. That's what we're gonna boys. call you from now on. Off oh the books alphabet boys. Because you know they always even even like the Biden administration and other political figureheads have always said like there is no Antifa like it doesn't exist. It's like yo, it definitely fucking exists. Like these motherfuckers are online. Like they have an Antifa. They have a fucking flag. Like they have mm. that black and red Antifa flag. Like what? What do you mean they don't exist? These motherfuckers are like claiming this. This they're repping this set in downtown Atlanta, throwing bricks through the windows. And this isn't just a, a like like shot in the dark, like you know conspiracy out here because there actually is a little bit of connection. So there were some anonymous members of this Antifa, like they call themselves like forest defenders or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that appeared in an Open Society Foundation sponsored story about the autonomous zone in the guardian Hmm. and the open society foundations is has a chairman of george soros who is the number one democrat donor and he's given more than 32 billion of his personal fortune to fund this group i mean alex jones i know a lot of people make fun of him but like the dude is right like he's been he's been saying for years that george soros is funding all of this shit so the motherfucker is i I mean that that's clear evidence that he is so if he's funding antifa and he's also funding the democrats yeah maybe it's not necessarily a a, a, the democrats is the one telling it's george soros and his you know sort of the illuminati idea gang of you know i'm sure it's not just him he probably has well maybe it is just him i don't know but um I'm sure there's some connected individuals with him who are maybe, yeah. you know, playing a game of chess with the world right now. I, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. These Antifa dudes, they like Antifa fucks, they got to go. Oh, my God. If you all want to look up something funny, look up the mug shots of these people. It's weird. If you look at like a lot of the mug shots of Antifa people that are caught, and again, Antifa terrorists, whatever you want to call them. If you go back like a couple years, the, terrorists. The, uh, what did I say? Some the, the whatever the Antifa, off the books alphabet off the, people. Off the books alphabet boys. <laughs> um, if you go back and look at a lot of the pictures of the off the book alphabet boys, all the way back <laughs> to like the summer of hate, a lot of them like they all look kind of the same. Like they all have the same haircuts and they all like, they're very almost like, like an army. They look like, yeah. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, I the, haven't seen, I haven't seen the mug shots, the, but the way you're describing it, almost like an army where you all have to get the crew cut. Yeah. You're all wearing the same, they all have like, you know, either like they all wear camo, but the Antifa, I guess just all wears black, you know, like, like all, all, all the guys for the most part, either have like long hair down on their shoulders or like shaved heads. And they all have like, None of them have like blue or green or a brown eyes. They all have like black eyes. They don't even look real. And then like the women, like the women all have like this, that like weird bowl. Antifa's robots confirmed. They have like those like weird bowl cuts with like the bangs, you know, like the flat bangs across the front. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. They, they all look the same. So honestly, maybe they're pumping them out like of a factory, you know, I don't know. Anyways. Maybe they are. Maybe George Soros isn't funding the people. He's funding the creation of mm. robotic AI people. I mean, there's been a ton of development in AI and, um, it's all part of, you know, destroying America. So that way the global elites can take over. Maybe. I don't world know. order. Anyways, best of, uh, best of, uh, luck to the folks of Atlanta and, and, uh, you know, Hopefully, uh, that's it for a while from the Antifa, the, the, uh, the off the book alphabet voice. So at least that's what I hope. So anyways, all right, well, I want to talk about what's going on with the, the, the WEF Well, next. I was su- trying to subtly transition that talking about the new world order and then you just oh, were like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> doing thoughts my and bad, prayers to Atlanta. Bad. So, bad. you know, no, no, no. It's, it's good to, you know, shout out the people of Atlanta. Hope you're doing well. Hope, hope everyone survived. Um, get some plywood next time. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Anyways, so yeah, let's talk about what's going on with the the new world order. Suffice so to say, the uh, World Economic Forum, who's the global reset new world order people, mm-hmm. you know, Klaus Schwab. I can never say that. 
um i always want to say charles schwab (laughs) (laughs) um but they had their uh week-long meeting i think it's week-long maybe it's multiple weeks i don't know uh in davos okay which is when they all gather together and laugh about how they're how f- so powerful and how they're yeah. gonna <laughs> crumble the world. Right. <laughs> no, that's not what actually happens. But um, that's basically what happens. You've got 116 billionaires. You had the CEO of BlackRock, the FBI director, the CEO of Pfizer, 16 other politicians, and they claim that they are there to engage in political, business, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, and industry agendas. You know, some fucking conversations are had at this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like some shit that like affects everybody. Like, if you think of it, like, think about all the conversation that occurs. Because is it a week or is it a weekend? It's a week. It's a whole week. Oh, my God. They planned the whole world destruction in one week. They do. They do. In fact, they were actually predicting a catastrophic global cyber attack in the next two years. Mm. They're probably funding it, too. Some (laughs) of those motherfuckers are. Well, we just saw potential cyber attacks on the FAA, both in the United States. I think it was in Canada, too. I don't think it was in Mexico. Um, where planes were grounded, I think for the first time since 9-11. Yeah, that was serious. So, and I don't, I haven't heard yet if it was actually a cyber attack or if it was, they said something like it was like a system malfunction or something like that. They tried to, they tried to say that there was, yeah, there was a, yeah, there was something wrong with like the software or something like that. It was corrupted or something. and, mm -hmm. And they're like, we're trying to track down the individuals, but it was very vague. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so the you know, the World Economic Forum these global elites predicting a global cyber attacks. Well, isn't necessarily completely out of the uh Well, realm of It's also like are they testing it right now? Like <laughs> Oh. And these are not the first cyber attacks. I mean, when Biden first took office, there was a big cyber attack yeah, that took out the, the oil whole pipeline. pipeline from like just north of here, all the way down through, I think, Georgia or Florida, maybe. Even. I remember. Remember, there was the gas runs. You went to the gas pump. There was a sign on it oh that said God. no gas. I remember we walked. I remember we walked People were down to the gas up, station. Like plastic totes full of gas. Oh, my and God. Plastic, like, you know, reusable, like not reusable, like a like a little like, like Target bag of right, <laughs> a like grocery bag. Filling up a fucking plastic gas. trash bag full of gas. But yeah, um... I mean, from what I've heard, too, like there are already like threats and stuff inside of our infrastructure. Like there's already people oh, yeah. that have that have already breached our systems. and They're just sitting there dormant. They're not touching anything. They're just waiting for somebody to pay up or or it's not surprising. You know, I, I'm not, you know, in our infrastructure, from what I've seen from that documentary, shit's vulnerable as fuck. You <laughs> what know? Was it? it was like power up, grid down or something oh, like yeah. that. Power down, grid up. Something. Oh, um, yeah. Power off, grid on, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> I mean, I if I remember correctly, they still haven't, to this day, they still have not caught any of the people that were shooting at those freaking power generator sites. Well, there's been more incidents. There was one in North Carolina not within too long ago. Within the last though, a couple, like, couple months. Ago. Yeah, I was going to say. Within and then the- there was another one in, uh, I want to say Kentucky. Uh, um, I remember the one from, I remember that the That was like a couple weeks after the one in North Carolina. It was like gotcha. a week or two after there was another one in Maybe it was Tennessee, maybe it was Kentucky. It was one of those, I think. Yeah. So, it happens. <sighs> so, just prepare for, you know, maybe we should go out and get little gas power generators, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how you prep for that. <laughs> solar panels and shit. <clears throat> um, solar panels. Yeah, you just mount a bunch of, yeah, you know, solar-powered energy if they take down the grid. You know, you have your own power. I don't know if you could... I don't know if that would work. Solar is pretty inefficient in terms it of is. energy production. I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I, I would say at this WEF meeting, I mean, aside from planning what they're going to do to us, I guess with regards to the looming recession, with regards to the, the possible depression, like it seems like they these people these bill like how many billionaires was it a hundred something a hundred and sixteen billionaires uh, according to the leaked attending list. I mean, I imagine these people are probably uh, they can pull some strings, you know, and are already teetering over the edge. It seems with regards to everything, the housing market, the stock market, you know, the value of dollars dropped. 
uh, that friggin' bill that you were talking about the other day dropped our dollar to what? 90 something something cents, 95 cents. Yeah, I think every dollar you own after that omnibus bill was passed is now worth 95 cents. I think it was, maybe it was 97 cents, but something like that. As soon as they passed that bill, because they just printed a bunch of money. I mean, how do you think they paid for it? Like the money just came out of thin air. It literally came out of thin air. They just... Yeah. Typed it into a computer and said, all right, now we've got 1.7 trillion or 1.9 trillion, whatever it was. I still struggle wrapping my head around how we're able to keep doing this. but We're not. Know. That's why our economy is crumbling. <laughs> That's, That's why we're in a like. massive asset bubble. Because they just kept printing cash and giving cash away for free. And shutting down the economy. Oh, Jesus. All right, well... <laughs> Were you gonna say something? <laughs> no, it's just it's 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 stressful to like even like hear, you know, like I don't know. It just seems like these people they don't care about us. They don't give a fuck, you know. All they want to do is just They literally don't. I mean, even the Republicans who were there, there because there was a couple politicians there. The there was a Republican congresswoman Maria Salazar, I think is how you say the name. Yeah. You know how to pronounce yeah, it. And she said that we need to give <clears throat> dignity to the 13 to 15 million illegals living in America. What the fuck do you mean? They're trespassers in our country. Get no. them the fuck out. They no. don't need dignity. They need a fucking Exit. <laughs> what does that even mean, dignity? I don't like, know, but the fact that you have Republicans saying this, yeah, is fucking chaotic. Maria Salazar. I wonder what. <clears throat> I wonder what. Uh, you had Joe Manchin arguing against the First Amendment. He said the problem we have is open press and basically all the platforms. What? <laughs> what do you mean the problem is open press? No, that's the solution. <laughs> what? Like when that when that happens when when it's when it's when you lose the First Amendment. And like, especially with like the press and journalism and like reporting, that's it, bro. That's it. That is like, that is, you are now like, all they got to do at this point is just round up all the guns and they've gone full Nazi Germany. But they, they, they kind of, we already have lost the first amendment to some degree. I mean, the director of the FBI at the same world economic forum thing was basically bragging about it. He said the level of collaboration between the private sector and the government, especially the SB- the FBI, has made significant strides. That's he's, fucked, he's literally dude. talking about all the shit that they exposed in the Twitter files, saying how the FBI quote unquote partners with big tech, how they were using uh, Twitter to send all these censorship requests, and we also saw the Facebook portal and all this stuff, all the shit that the you know Twitter files was exposing or has been exposing because that's still ongoing. The FBI is now like openly bragging about. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's great that we're working together now. And then you have like the freaking uh, CEO of some PR company saying that like depriving platforms of that spread disinformation of oxygen, stop their advertising, pull your promotion money. The Twitter boycott has had a modest impact, but the Facebook one failed. He's basically like applauding the, the, that the advertisers pulled out of Twitter when Elon Musk took over. And this is before Elon released the Twitter files, before he bought freaking Trump back mm. before all of this, that that's when all the advertisers pulled out of Twitter. And he was basically saying like, we need to see that on a bigger scale and more successful. Like whenever these platforms like want to spread whatever we declare to be not true, we need to use yeah. your money, your billionaires, your CEOs. We need your companies to go against them. So that way our message is always the only one available. Yeah. They definitely are looking to uh grab you know, grab it by like the, the throat and squeeze, you know, it's like that's it. Um fuck man. It's it it, it is like we are we need to turn this. Sh- we as a country need to turn this shit around quick. I mean, what do you even do at that point? Because, I don't like, know. first of all, how is this even allowed that you're basically pulling all these industry people together and politicians? Like, aren't like, you know how like we have laws on our books that mm-hmm. say that like all like all the whatever companies can't get together and set a price. Okay. Because then you could just set a price way higher than what the thing is actually worth and there'd be no competition. So we have those like anti-collusion laws. Right, right, right. To promote competition to maintain a free market. And yet all these CEOs can get together and decide on what a message is uh, along with these politicians and these quote unquote global elites and decide Mm -hmm. that like, 
we want to basically we want to import digital uh, passports and make sure that anyone who hasn't taken the vaccine is now restricted from certain parts of life, certain areas, certain travel, certain food, certain things like that. And all the CEOs then can agree to that. And then their individual businesses, they can put in force needing to have that digital passport or whatever to use their product services to buy from them, whatever. And it's like, how is that not just massive collusion? I don't know. I, I, I would like to hear the, the, the way to worm yourself out of that. I mean, you're right. How is, yeah. How is it not collusion? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it seems like we are very, very, very close to what essentially is like, has been going on in China for a while. You know, you have this like kind of, we're kind of going towards that whole like social credit score well, types, you know, like, I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier about like the economic recession and, and there's been for a long time, people saying that 2023 is going to be a huge recession, a lot of like an economic bloodbath. It's going to be bad. And yet they're still passing stuff like the omnibus bill. That's creating more inflation, lowering the value of the dollar even further. And so it's like, even though they are trying to raise rates still, like we're still seeing unemployment at a historic low right now. So things are going to get way worse. And it almost seems like, the Biden regime, and I not Biden specifically, but his whole administration, purposely delayed taking action to ensure that this economic crash would be a, a serious economic crash, like almost even a second depression, if not a really bad recession, mm-hmm. in order to usher in big changes such as the central bank digital currency which i don't think we've talked about on this podcast yet but basically a government controlled cryptocurrency would now become the currency so instead of your dollars that you know are really backed by nothing anyway it's now purely digital and so they can fully control you then they can you, you know, like we talked about with electric cars and why the government wants you to have electric cars because then they could just turn the car off. Yeah. And now there's this push from Democrats to get rid of your gas stove. It's killing you. Why is why are artificial colors and foods still in every fucking kid advertised right. product then when those are known to cause cancer and cause uh, uh, organ failure and all this kind of stuff, especially in kids, even ADHD and hyperactivity has been linked to these artificial colors and flavors. And yet no one's talking about those, but your gas stove that we've had in our homes right, for hundreds right, of right. thousands of years is suddenly an issue. No, they want you to have an electric stove so they control they can control whether or not you eat. Right. I mean, we saw in, in we talked about on the podcast uh, probably a year ago now when Colorado, when the Excel Energy shut off people's heat. Oh, yeah. Or their AC, I their heat, whatever that. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just shut it off. People didn't even People know they no- had enrolled in the program. They were like, yeah. huh? Yeah. You can just shut off my heat for me? So it's the same thing. They want you to have, they want literally, and honestly, we're kind of already there. Like and most people don't carry cash or have cash stash no. on them. So everything you have is digital. And a lot of your interactions are through, you know, you send money via PayPal or cash right. app or Venmo or Zelle or, you know, whatever. We just saw the big Zelle failure with Bank of America. Yeah. We can talk about it too if you want. But so we've already seen. You're right. We're, you're, we're already like basically there. So is it really that far of a jump to just go to a digital currency, especially when you could sell it's, it on the idea of convenience? It's not. I mean, I, I, this is kind of a joke, but, you know, when I sold that that hockey jersey a while ago, the dude, the dude was like, oh, yeah, man. He's like, you know, I, this is the first time I've seen cash in what feels like months. It's like the dude pulled up in a BMW. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just. And he said that, and I, I, you know, I kind of laughed, but it's like, you know, it's, that's, I think, the reality. Like, people, everything is digital now, and it can be controlled, like... You know, that's it's what I'm saying. Not... It can literally just. Well, I mean, we we already saw them do it. Think yeah. about the truckers in Canada and oh, how yeah. their bank they accounts and their shit crypto off. accounts were wiped. They just yeah, they wipe it out. They turn the shit off. All of a sudden, your login doesn't work anymore. Exactly. You, so you know? now it's just as something as simple as oh, you tweeted something they don't like. Let's deduct twenty bucks for your bank account. Yeah, I mean, they were taught. I mean, there was um. There's a there was a Black Mirror episode, actually the first episode of like season two, years ago, years ago. They, they it was and it was all about like it was a social credit score, and you know people would do something in public and they would get likes or thumbs up or thumbs down or whatever. And all of a sudden it was like you know you don't have a certain score, you're like a pariah. You know you're a social pariah. Um, it, it's it's fucking happening. It, it's I mean as you said we're already there. We're already there. Well, that's why I think there's an argument to be made that they are, they intentionally delayed reacting to 
Economic, I mean, inflation was going up and up and up. Mm-hmm, Everybody saw mm-hmm. it. It hit 40-year highs before they finally started doing shit about it. Yeah, it seems so like it was like, a super late response. Take, yeah, why did you take so long to respond to a clear economic issue, and yet you're still printing money out the wazoo to send it all to Ukraine? Right. And and you could argue they did it for their own corrupt reasons. We saw the FTX scandal and all that kind of stuff. Then all that money ended up going back to Democrat campaigns, all that kind of stuff. But maybe it's just to intentionally have a terrible crash. And that's why they put in Biden as the president because they're like, this This is, you know. Fuck it. Let's just blame it on him. We need let a scapegoat. Pub- yeah, and who's better, you know? Him. Yeah, exactly. And so they're maybe just hoping for a huge economic downfall this year. And, uh, and Biden's honestly, the fall every guy. indicator is indicating that we're going to have a really bad recession. Yeah, this is going to, yeah, it everything, I mean, you've told I mean, look at yield curves, look at sa- yield curves, look at savings rates, look at, oh, yeah. at uh, <clears throat> average American debt, look at wage growth versus inflation. Like every, every indicator we have is basically pointing to this is about to be a bad recession. I, you showed me a graph recently and it was supposed, and it showed me like the percentage of people that had like X amount of percent of like the money that they make in a year in, it was like 15% of their annual salary in in savings and it was like at an all-time low over the last couple of years i mean like all I think these the i think their savings rate is like 2.2 percent or something like that as right of now. right now i mean yeah that's i could be wrong on that but that's but it's just you're right i mean we are not financially like even, debt is at an all-time high credit card debt is at an all-time high yeah. savings rates are at an all-time low wage growth is non-existent compared to inflation yeah. You, all our yield curves are inverted. And like, people are still out there buying brand new cars. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. I don't know if anyone is now, because then you're starting to see these massive layoffs yeah. with all these tech companies. That's true. That's true. So, I don't but, know. There's, yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it now, if it is, in, whether it's intentional or not. Oh, yeah. What's so, done is done. The damage is done. The ship is sinking, you know. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if they try and use this to usher in some sort of central currency, because that's kind of what they've been trying to do. And it's, um, but, it but hasn't, I don't think people, they don't have any support for it right now. I, I, but the thing is, is I don't know if they're going to get the support of people for that, but I guess they don't need if, it a hundred percent, right? If it's tough economic times when everyone's like out, yeah. then they can kind of do Whatever anything. I mean, look at past recessions, the kind of crazy shit that's been pushed through in tough times, especially if you throw on top of that a war, because we could just at any moment, we could just start a war with Russia. Start a full-fledged, like, us versus Russia, not us funding Ukraine yeah, for nothing Yeah, I was going to say, we're technically like already if, at war. No, but. we're not technically already at war. That's the point. We're funneling money to you're Ukraine, right, but right. we are not at war. Don't but listen we to can, me. We can start a war with Russia, China, whoever. I mean, we've been saying, at least Biden has been saying, whether or not he knows he's saying it or not, who the fuck knows, but he's been saying that if, if China goes after Taiwan, we will have their back and we will send troops. Right. Well, China's been kind of invading their airspace, poking around a little bit lately. Oh, yeah. They, they do the drills and they fly right on the border every single time. They've crossed it a couple times, you know, so they, they've definitely invaded Taiwan airspace a couple times, so who knows? We could we could easily start a war with either of those bull hopefully not both, but, you know, they have said they're going to have each other's back, certainly over us, so, you know. I mean, well, uh, and this... But, so, and a wartime plus economic downturn, they, they're they going to be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, and, and, the, and the scariest part, too, is, like, you know, everyone thinks, like, war, like, traditionally, like, we send in troops on a boat and they land on the beach and storm the beaches. No, that is not going to be the wars that we're fighting with Taiwan and and... Or not no, Taiwan, China. China and Russia. <laughs> it's all going to be like infrastructure, banking, like money based. Well, that's if what you the WEF is predicting is catastrophic global cyber attacks. I mean, it's it. it <laughs> there's a lot. You know, you look at the Venn diagram of all this shit. There are a lot of areas overlapping. A lot of them, and that's the frightening part. You know, um, I. I don't know what to t- I don't know what to tell people. I guess stock up on canned goods and make sure you got some, you know, cash on the side and, you know, and honestly, like maybe learn a trade or learn something that that'll help well, you. Well, that's you know? the big problem with the the central digital currency, right? Cuz when if the currency is digital, every single every single cent can be tracked. Whereas right now you you, you got your paper money so you can go buy things illegally you can go buy you can just put money in a a happy birthday card and give it to someone and there's a lot of money that people 
can't track and whether that's necessarily used for illegal things or just used for whatever the fuck you want, mm-hmm. that's fine. And they can even shut off because think about it. There was, uh, this is, I just thought of this now, like when we talked about a couple weeks ago or maybe even months ago, how, uh, like was it Visa and MasterCard were no longer going to use their, allow their credit cards at gun, uh, gun stores. Like to buy guns, oh, they wanted them right. to like classify them differently, or they yeah. weren't going to allow them. It was something like that, where the government wanted like a list, basically. Right. And so Visa and Mastercard were going to like not allow the purchases of gun yeah. stores anymore, or track they them, were gonna, or whatever. They were going to put them in a. They were going to bucketize the the firearms and ammunition purchases mm-hmm. in their own bucket. Like they are, and again, it's not, I'm sure they already do that's, that, a but lot of people it's possible that. that you could walk into the store with cash and buy the gun with cash. They're still going to oh, run yeah. a background check or whatever. But even if it, let's say it's not the gun, it's just the ammo. You could buy it with cash right. and then you know how much ammo you have, but the government doesn't know how much ammo you have. Right. Well, now if we're on a digital currency, every bullet you buy is listed. So they can come into oh, your yeah. house and say, we know you have 112 bullets. Give us every single one. We're going to sit here and count them. And if you're missing even one, then you're, we're hauling your ass off to jail. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, like think about, think about it. I mean, the, you know, the ATF is trying to pass all this shit to make basically every gun that Americans currently own already illegal. <laughs> well, yeah. And that, and that, that poses its own, that poses its own issue. And, and I think that might die in court, but um, a lot of people well, say given that the NTF is, or the, the NTF, the ATF is not a congressional they body. Yeah, they, they don't make laws. Pass any like there's nothing to pass. They they don't do laws right. and bills like that ain't them. But long, yeah, but you, the big the big problem that will happen with the ATF and and a lot of these gun laws that they're trying to push through or gun rules that they are trying to get pushed turned into laws is that um it turns a lot of people into felons overnight. And if you think about like they had this problem, they had the same exact problem back during world war one, world war two, where people were bringing back firearms as like trophies, you know, they bring back their own service weapon. They bring back a weapon they picked up off of a, a German officer or, a, or a, a Japanese officer, you know, these, these rare items that aren't sold in the United States mm-hmm. and they, they, and the country was flooded with these items and the, and the ATF, they were at a weird crossroads where, it was like, do we make all this shit illegal? But the problem is, is we have no idea how much of it's here. And at the same time, these people don't know that they are felons, not today, but they will be tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And I just want to say, because this is going to be used as an argument in defense of digital currency. Like, oh, we can prevent all these shooters by tracking exactly who buys a gun, exactly how much ammo everyone buys and exactly this and this and this. And again, it's not the legal gun owners who are committing the crimes. It never is. But they could say, well, now we can prevent illegal gun owners because now they'll, they'll have to pay with this digital currency. Right. But that's not necessarily true. I mean, barter and trade is the oldest system oh, ever. Oh yeah. Like it'll certainly come down to something different where I'll trade you this for that or that for this, you know? Right. Trade you drugs for the firearms, vice versa. Trade you, you know, women and children and this, for again, firearms. It it's not. Exactly. And it doesn't help necessarily with anything it just allows the government to track your every move if you even if you just you, they now know that you bought a you know a maga hat or a trump right. t-shirt right they now know that and you're on some sort of list because of that if you're with this digital currency they can track all that or even just prevent those purchases from the get-go i think what what's you gonna- want to subscribe to a rumble channel or whatever pay like a, a membership fee on there no they they'll block that i uh, you know any uh, sort of alternative platform you know anything like that they can just shut it off or shut you off if you you know go against them i think what what if they try to do stuff like that i think they're going to end up just turning people they're going to make people turn to crime you know what i mean like you no longer you take away my ability to buy firearms legally like i'm a good Again, guy it's not i don't the have firearms a pro- because i think that I there's going to be probably a, an argument on either side of that yeah but i was just using that as an example it's like i'm a i'm but a good why not guy just a hat? And, hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true you're right you're saying you can't buy that hat why not you can't right. buy the hat well, I'm gonna uh, go. Bu- a, well, I'm gonna go. Speech, I'm gonna go buy it off the guy down the street for cash. Thanks. But again, they, that's why they want to eliminate cash because then they can control your every move. Yeah. Hmm. Fuckers. <laughs> what a bunch of fucks. You know. I don't know. I, I mean, know. we're we're not that far off from it. If you think no, about it, how not. often do you use cash nowadays? And, and people don't really use cash that much. No, they don't. I'm sure, some people listening might, but most most people do not. <laughs> most people don't. Yeah, you're right. You know. You're right. All right, let's end on a little bit of a high note here. Let's talk about how the NHL just got a little less gay. So, yeah, so... (laughs) I don't really know what's going on here. I'll tell you about it. Okay. So, uh, Philadelphia Flyers player 
Ivan Provorov. <laughs> I have no idea how to say his name. I didn't hear anyone actually saying it. It's just Ivan, uh, a Flyers player. He refused to wear a rainbow jersey during the warm-ups uh, for Pride Night. Yeah. So basically, a lot of hockey teams have it. I don't know why. I really have no idea why. But they have a little Pride Night, so when they're warming up, they wear this, like, you know, gay flag jersey or whatever. And he said he didn't want to wear it due to his, his faith. Um, they say he's a Russian Orthodox. Uh, and so he refused to wear it. Yeah. And damn, did the media lose their fucking shit over this did man. They really? Oh my God. They were literally saying you should go back to Russia. You fuck like, if you, if you're, if you're so like anti, you know, wearing this gay uniform, then you should go back to Russia. You should be fighting the war against Ukraine. We hope you lose. And die. like, well, it was Ukrainian, like the Ukrainians don't like gays either. The Ukrainians kill their, kill yeah, the, the gays too. The Ukrainians are a bunch of Nazis, but yeah. like. Yeah, they like if this bothers you so much, you should leave. And it's like, yo, if he doesn't want to wear the jersey, why does he have to? Uh, yeah, exactly. I I don't know. I don't I don't understand. Okay, I, I don't understand but it. P- but okay. People really lost their mind. And then the anti wokes did what the anti wokes do, and they sold out his jersey. That's fucking awesome. Off the shops, so you can't get it. You awesome. can't get it. It's sold out oh, everywhere. And they're, and they're probably on eBay. You know, they're probably reselling Maybe. them. You know, <clears throat> honestly, an instant star. You would have never heard of this man before. I, I I should just go out and buy a shirt. You know, you, you can usually buy like the the shirts as like it. The shirt is like the jersey name. You know, just get oh get, yeah, yeah, get like a shirt with the jersey name on it. What's his name? Pavarov. Pavarov. I don't know how to say. P o r v o r o v. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Why not? Why not? But that's awesome, though. I love the fact that they sold out all the jerseys. It's, that's so, like... It's so awesome that they sold out the jerseys to show that, yo, you are supported in this. Like, keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, hell yeah. Thank that, you for fucking standing up to the bullshit and being like, yo, it's just a warm-up jersey. If I don't want to wear it, I shouldn't have to wear it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, yeah, it's a warm-up He's like, I'm going to be true to my faith, and that's it. And I think that I saw a clip, too, of him in an interview, and he like they're like obviously trying to ask him what about the jerseys. And he's like, I just had to do what was right for my faith. And so I didn't want to wear it. And he goes, and if you have any questions about hockey, I'm happy to answer those. Otherwise, that's it. Yeah. And, and they and then like somebody else tried to ask a question. He just ignored them. And then somebody else asked him an actual question about like the game and defense. Or right. Whatever. <clears throat> and then it went on. But yeah, so it's like, that's, so- that's awesome. More athletes, more people, more celebrities, more people in, in the mainstream media in this like Hollywood yeah. athletes, everything need to stand up and do this kind of shit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because he could have said, I don't want to play in Pride Night at all. Fuck you guys. Oh, yeah. That would have caused a Well, I don't know what too. his contract says, but, you know, presumably right. he could have done some, like, more dramatic thing, but all he was like, I don't want to wear the jersey. I don't understand this whole, like, and again, I know we don't have a lot of time, but it blows my mind that, like, they don't, certain groups don't want people to have a choice of, of their support or not. You know what I mean? Like, the, the dudes are a Russian Orthodox, you know, uh, Catholic, whatever, like... <gasps> that they don't it's no disrespect to the lgbtq but they only they only do that fuck shit in the united states no other country really supports that shit a lot of countries will chop your fucking shit off if they find out that you're doing that it's not even about i mean we freedom of religion if it's against this guy's religion to support yeah i don't understand what the problem is then he shouldn't have to wear it even if he was like yo i just don't want to wear it i don't understand this whole like social pressure of everybody having to do this and that's why i loved that his jersey got sold out then because then it was like showing him and and others that like no actually people really fucking like this oh oh yeah and he's caking off it too he's making a bunch of fucking extra money i'm sure because i'm sure it took a lot for him to stand up because i'm oh, sure there yeah. was a thought of him being like he's like i'm gonna get nailed maybe for i this. should just wear it you know yeah like, maybe i shouldn't make a fuss maybe i should just fucking wear it it's just a it's just a warm-up who the fuck cares right but instead he was like no fuck that i'm i don't have to conform to your fucking crazy ideology just right. because you say so nah bro Right. I'm going to stay proud with my values and my faith. Right. And everyone was like, hell yeah, we need way more of that. So hopefully right. we'll see more of that from athletes and, and, you know, Hollywood celebrities, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, I, I, Hey, it is what, you know, you believe in what you believe and Especially and when these freaking you know, rainbow flag people are pushing all this crazy shit on children. Right. Hell yeah. You should stand up to that. Like, no, 
Yeah. They're very anti this whole freaking acronym people. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you can be gay. You can be lesbian. You can do whatever you want to do, but you don't get to force your ideology and what you say don't. is right. You cannot force that shit on me and you can't force that shit on children and you can't, you know what I mean? Like that, I, you, you can't do that. Like what the fuck? I don't know. Anyways, I love, I still love the fact that, that all this Jersey sold out. Fanatics was probably like, the woke mob was probably just like punching the air and, and just, you know, they have to cope. It's take this, take this nice glass of cope, swallow it, drink it down. Copium, drink this glass of copium. But anyways, I don't know what that means. All right. Um, I think that's probably about it. I don't know if okay. we have anything else we can, we can cover in a, in a minute or two or at an hour. So we yeah. can wrap it up. We'll call it. We'll call it. More thoughts. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Shit Tugging Got Me Fired. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast listening platform, make sure you click all the buttons. Click like, rate five stars, leave a review, share it with your friends, listen to it over and over and over again. Uh, you can find more of us on Instagram at Shit Got Me Fired. We post reels and clips from the show on there, so you can share those with your friends as well and get them in on this anti woke real life movement anti-woke anti-woke <laughs> know what the real news is um anything else no all right then until next monday you're fired get out of here